0: There's a certain je ne sais quoi about it.
1: You're super duper
0: horny for it? <clears throat> nah, certain I don't know what.
1: Yeah, that's what the French would call a certain something.
0: I don't know. I what. don't know. <laughs> uh, people, people don't quote uh, Mike Myers films enough anymore. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's not know? true. Shrek is a fucking legend.
1: Yeah, people quote Mike Myers films. I forget Mike Myers. It's such a transformative role. I forget that Mike Myers is Shrek.
0: Shut up. Shut up.
1: <laughs> uh, except for then when I hear when I also see Fat Bastard and I remember that um which came first actually? Or were they around the same time or does actually no. That voice comes before that even, uh, because it's for like the Scottish grandfather and my ex, uh, my 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 fiance, my my whatever is an axe murderer. My wife is an axe murderer. My wife is an axe
0: murderer. Yeah. Um, was she an axe but murderer? That bastard was in the second uh Austin Powers film, which I do believe came out before the first Shrek film. Yeah, I can't remember. I I, if... I, I, I very well could be wrong about that. Though, I mean, it's not <sighs> like I have a smart device in my hand right now. What up? And look. But... Yeah,
1: it's not like I'm. It's sitting in front of a computer. That's literally just looking at the right, face. So, and... Shrek
0: is a 2001 film. And, and you're looking at Austin Powers, which is uh, 1995 spy. or 1999 oh, for The Spy Who Shagged Me, 2002 for Gold members. So, while Fat Bastard had a more prominent role in Gold Member, that's probably because he was really able to feel out the voice in Shrek. Did he have a more prominent role in
1: Goldmember? I feel like he had a more prominent role in uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me and then he had some cameo stuff in yeah. Goldmember. I guess, because I guess I feel
0: Goldmember like... was mainly just the sumo place, right? And then at the end when he was skinny.
1: Yeah, because I feel like Goldmember was more of Mike trying to stretch out his uh, like Danish accent or Dutch or whatever gold member with whatever
0: D race. I really no. enjoyed the uh Mike Myers uh interview with uh Conan O'Brien needs a friend.
1: Yeah, that was a good uh that was a really good episode of that.
0: A lot of the uh, listen- There's a lot of those uh interviews that just give me a kind of nice little warm feeling. That was definitely one of them. Any of
1: them where it is a former
0: SNL cast
1: member, I will always give, I will always listen to without any, so I'll listen to any of them, honestly, but I'll always be like kind of excited for those because I love listening to former SNL cast talk about SNL where it's just like, yeah, it
0: was this. And it definitely is a, even if they are coming from, because Conan has his very specific time at SNL and then, you know, there's the people before and after and during his time there. And no matter whether it is that, you know, any sort of that kind of crossover, it they have that same kind of common ground where well, because, because they know they, that deal specifically.
1: Yeah, because it's an insane show. Because the whole thing about it is that it is a show that is shot and aired live, which most... Shows don't do that unless they're sports now, and right. it's and it's written the week of, which like, I
0: well, mean the writers' still, room oh, is hell.
1: Yeah, and it's a different person. They have to write for a different person, a different celebrity every week. Yeah, uh, and and then it's also run by the madman known as Lauren Michaels, which I don't really like. Yeah, Right. which is very funny, which which fucking Mike Myers gave everyone in the world a Lorne Michaels impression with Doctor <laughs> Evil. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: that's hilarious.
1: Uh, we are definitely in the show by now. Or this is oh. the... Or no, no. This is the. This is the opening. This That's is some where the music. Good conversation. Is <laughs> Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to come up with some music.
0: Take take you and I out of the swamp.
1: Yeah, we'll still be under the swamp things. I hate about you umbrella just because I don't want to create a separate SoundCloud account because.
0: Oh, yeah, Those sure. Are... Maybe not so so much take us out of the swamp, but maybe get our feet out of the muck, so to speak. Yeah, I, I heard, okay, I heard a big
1: pop on your end.
0: <laughs> yeah, so also, at this point, let's just mention, not too specific, I'm John, that's Meryl. I've got fireworks going off on, on uh, my end because it is the 4th of July, and we didn't think about that at all when we nope, got like, nope, hey, you not... want to talk and record maybe a little bit? Yeah, yeah, did not. Yeah, those are some of the thick out. booms. I don't know if you heard those ones.
1: Um, I just, I've just, luckily, I've just heard the one so far. I don't know how okay. many you've heard on my end, but they've been Absolutely pretty consistent. nothing on
0: your end. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got it. It's it's definitely Call of Duty Warzone outside right now. Yeah. Hopefully,
1: it's not too bad in the final mix, but we'll see.
0: Speaking of Call of Duty Warzone, did you check out that new update? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, I know. You don't You don't yeah, get the... down in that. I also don't get down in that. Uh, so, I don't know if you are aware of what Warzone even is, but that is the newest Call of Duty Battle Royale version. That
1: they have. Oh, that's the one with, like... Is that the one where there is a ring of fire encroaching around you or is that battlefield
0: uh that is probably battlefield i've never played battlefields but from what i've seen of battlefields like images that sounds correct okay. uh no this one jet ju- uh just has one of those general zones that kind of closes in there's nothing really too special it's like electromagnetic or something that's how it kills you uh, but this is the one where when you die, you get sent to the gulag and you have a one, one v one match against somebody else that died. And if you kill them, then you get a free respawn back to your team.
1: Oh, I like that. That's a nice, that's a fun little, um, little it's a cool, twist interesting, to the battle interesting Royale.
0: mechanic for sure. Uh, there's also, it, it there, there's a, Buy system, like there's a money mechanic where as you're looting you can find money and shit like that. So when you kill people, you can take their money. And then there's buy stations where you can access different like you can customize weapon loadouts so that you can bring in weapons that you're familiar with or UAV so that you can spot people. Or if your friend lost their gulag match, you can also buy back your teammate. Okay. Okay. Right. Um that seems so the that, update they have that so feels one thing like... about it is it's a one hundred and fifty players in a lobby in teams of four, I believe. Uh which uh, is, how much is the usual battle royale? You uh so like the standard what was PUBG or a Fortnite have you, the standard was usually around one hundred. Uh I believe okay. Apex lobbies are what is it 30 teams of three or something like that maybe it's 25 teams of three i forget um so apex lobbies are closer to like 75 and with the new update call of duty made it uh 200 players in a four lobby. so they're really like jam packing the amount of players in it, which to me makes sense because the average Call of Duty player, like the average multiplayer experience of Call of Duty is a lot fast a lot faster pace. You have that shorter time to kill and things like that. So you want that constant, consistent action, you want every area to be a hot drop. You want that, you know, big player numbers to increase uh, player counters. Mhm. But uh but it's just not my cup of tea. I tried it. I don't like it. So I play Apex.
1: Oh yeah, I
0: was being like, yeah,
1: why do, why is John talking about Call of Duty? He doesn't he doesn't normally play that. And then I'm like, oh yeah, John 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 gets down on a Battle Royale.
0: It it's that's my thing. It's like uh I actually, so a lot of people probably disagree with this, but I enjoyed the previous Call of Duty Battle Royale more so than this one. But it just had a little bit different feel. The weapons, the time to kill, everything like that. It's just tuned a little bit different. And that's just the difference in shooters for me, you know? It's like... I like something a little bit more arcade like Apex than something a little bit more twitchy like uh, Call of Duty. Speaking of arcade stuff, dude, have you seen those arcade one-up cabinets? I haven't seen specifically. I know you mentioned one of them to me, but uh, I, I I, don't believe I've seen them. They're basically like an
1: Ikea... Um, a flat, a, a big, it's a flat pack, um, smaller arcade cabinet. I think it's like, um, I'm not sure exact. They're definitely smaller than like a full arcade, but you can get like risers for them and stuff. Um, but I think they're like, I think like standard retails, like three to $400, depending on what bells and whistles it's got. Um, but I, there was one at Walmart today where I was, tempted to get it where it was uh all three more the the first three mortal combat games
0: Ooh, it comes with mk3 on it too
1: yeah one two and three but here's the thing dude paying three hundred dollars for that when i uh, Yankee... absolutely not Yankee yeah. sent me a uh, a thing. A t- uh, he he's really he's really really in on those. I think he he's go. I think he might be getting like a uh, Street Fighter Two tabletop thing that they make. Which if right. he is, that's fucking tight as shit. Um, but he sent me a li- he sent me a link of them talking a couple weeks ago where he's uh one of the um one of the guys from Arcade One Up was talking about how they he can't say much but there might be something coming up for the 30th anniversary there, there well there's definitely something coming up for the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat and it might be one that has online
0: oh, it's like, oh. yeah it's like at that point that's not, that's cool yeah at that point
1: that price might be more justified or something like um I pay I'd literally pay $500 for if they got the rights to the Simpsons arcade game, oh. that is because, like, even though old school, especially arcade, straight up brawlers are kind of boring because they were designed to just <laughs> suck quarters. Absolutely that's still right. one, but
0: just being able to play it infinitely <clears throat> is so, like, I, I've i been at a house party where the guy had a Ninja Turtles arcade machine, right? So you know theater... what I did at that house party. Yeah. <laughs> the movie
1: theater in town used to have a Simpsons arcade machine. They don't anymore. I don't go to that movie theater anymore. <laughs> but, but it's also it's it's a bad movie theater. I'd rather gr- I'd rather go out of town. Also, Rich. I I don't want to go to a movie theater right now.
0: Yes, yes. I was about to say something too with the uh kind of preface of a in a covid free future it would I I want arcades to be a thing again dude I I really wish that kind of culture could come back of figuring out ways to really make bringing nerds together in a just more regular basis Uh, I feel like with home consoles and PCs and internet being such a thing we've all gotten our online community uh, in place and we definitely have our places we like to go but a lot of times that's from our own personal terminals and whatnot and it would Mm -hmm. be really cool if there was an area where you know you just go to fucking play your game and go check out some different games maybe and stuff like that because in my town, they do have like a PC gaming lounge called Not Not Your Parents' Basement. And, you yeah, know, that's it, it's all right. You know, you can rent some time there and whatnot. They have plenty of games preloaded on the PCs, but you know, I want to play pinball. I, I want that fucking feel of a goddamn pinball machine. I can like that. Oh,
1: can't. oh oh oh! Arcade one is actually coming out with a digital pinball machine. And their
0: digital they're, pinball machines are dope as hell too. If I could get Demon's Tilt on a digital pinball machine, I think I could. Uh, that's break the name of 100. Demon's
1: Tilt. That that I was, I was looking on the Switch the other day for games, and I just couldn't remember the remember the name of that cool pinball game you played.
0: Yeah, I'm in the top 200 global. School scores for it i'm currently sitting at i believe 117 with my global high score uh that's... just for the normal mode that's rad yeah i i really would like to break top 100 but I... it's fucking hard dude <laughs> you're looking at if like you did minimum of 30 minutes on each ball when
1: you do you uh you You'll have to introduce yourself as top 100s uh, player on normal ranking of Demon's Tilt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cumbersome mouthful. I barely got it out, but... It's, oh, don't it, worry. I'll figure a, out
0: how to smooth it out real quick. It's the cross you'll have to bear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, that is a superb ball game. And I... I do wish uh I had a machine that ran it a little bit smoother because with my, you know, kinda Gen One Xbox One, it uh definitely has some moments where you hit a couple multi balls all at once, it uh it pops off and kinda you lose some frame. Which uh sucks in pinball.
1: <laughs> Dude, even with my I, I've got a, a PS pro and that even hits that with some games like um well, I was playing No Man's Sky, and that definitely has some some points in it where it's just like er, er, real, real sure. stuttery.
0: That, that has a lot of worlds that to might be more,
1: Yeah, I, I was just about to say that might be more No, no Man's Sky's fault than the PlayStation's fault. You know, what I was yeah, thinking it, about it, the other. Oh, you know, was I was that. thinking about the other day. It was uh the Order eighteen eighty six, and I'm like. I bet I could get that for a reasonable price for what that game what I know that game is.
0: I might have the disc for it somewhere. I bought the collector's edition when it came out cuz I thought it was going to be a cool franchise, but it was very disappointing. I'm straight up at the point where I don't want to play um
1: a game on disc on on PlayStation uh because it's just too loud. Okay. <laughs> The fan on the PlayStation is just, especially when it's running a disc, is way too loud. But if it's running a disc, like, I would assume that as soon as I start playing the order, it would just, the fan would just kick on immediately. Right.
0: So you and I haven't had a uh, recorded conversation since, like, Sony showed off all their stuff Oh, yeah, no,
1: no, yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked since the PS5 was announced.
0: So, you know, all around general good feelings about all that kind of stuff, you know, the different kind of games they showed. I'm cool with all that kind of jazz. Uh, my my biggest takeaway in disappointment was that there was nothing shown about the VR.
1: Yeah, but but I already, from what, so I believe from what Sony's already said, um... I can't remember they, if this. I, was from I a...
0: believe they have said that it will be backwards compatible. The PlayStation yeah. PlayStation Five with the PSVR, which yeah. is fine, but, but I wish they
1: give us new new controllers. That's the
0: big new, thing. I new. That is the biggest thing. Yeah. But not even showing like a cool game that you're like, hey, the PS Five is going to really be able to perform well with this kind of shit. You know, like. I don't know or like it just just promote your product so that you can sell it better because that that is something I feel like Sony just does not fuck with its peripherals at all it just puts them out and then leaves it in the water to die well because no one no one
1: really fucks with peripherals anymore like I, I honestly think the Connect kind of scared everyone away and then Sony was took a took a took a leap of faith because other people were getting into vr and and they were like this will definitely give us an edge over the xbox this will give us this will give us like something that will push people over the edge because my whole thing i think they understand the whole thing with with microsoft's kind of folly with the xbox one is things were microsoft exclusive but not necessarily xbox exclusive where at every every point where I was thinking about getting an Xbox, I was just like, well, I could go a couple couple hundred dollars more and get, like, a nice PC instead, and it would do all the same stuff because Microsoft really wants me to buy in
0: the Microsoft store. Right. Right, yeah. I, uh... I completely understand that sentiment. That's a thing that I've been contemplating with the next-gen consoles coming out. Uh, now,
1: now, if I was a person that did... Um, th- this is just specifically me and my own... I don't play a ton of games with a bunch of other people. If I was more of a, of a big
0: group gamer, I'd definitely get an Xbox, because all the people I know play Xbox. Sure, right. My my main community that I game with is on my Xbox. That's why I haven't logged on to my PlayStation in at least six um it, you know how long? Probably 6 months at wow. least. You know, I cuz I I don't have my PlayStation set up in my room. I have it set up in my downstairs in the living room where I barely ever hang out and it just is like yeah, it's just that thing, you know. And there hasn't been games that came out exclusively on the PlayStation that I need to play. There's been some Beat Saber content that I want to check out, but my play my VR has issues, so I don't yeah. bother with that. Um, yeah. you know, it it is what it is, but that's why coming up, I. What I was going to ask you with the PlayStation reveal and stuff like that, um, and with you mentioning your, how loud the disk drive is PlayStation, when the PS5 comes out, are you going to go for the drive
1: Um, No, I'm still going to go for one with disk drive, because I still like um, having the option of, of... It's not even playing physical games. At this point, it's watching physical media. I uh, like having the <laughs> Blu-ray players.
0: Yes. Yeah. But, yeah I, it, I figured that would be kind of a thing that you would be into.
1: Although I think it's something, isn't it like, like a hundred dollars more expensive or something?
0: Kind of for the one of, with the disc drive. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah kind so. of a bummer. That's why I'm probably going to end up getting one. My PlayStation. I'll get out one without a drive, and if I do end up getting a. The Xbox instead of a PC. That's the thing. I still have a Xbox One that I can play like that kind of out of. I guess. Well, yeah. I I don't,
1: and I don't. <laughs> especially if the PS5 is going to be as backwards compatible as it is, I'm still going to hold on to my PlayStation, but it's probably just going to be in a, be a decorative in a, thing at that point. Yeah. Not even that. It's probably. I'm probably just going to put it in. A, box in my closet and then pull it out <laughs> if i ever need it just like my 360 in my ps3 one day i might need to play fucking fallout new vegas again
0: i might start don't. from scratch
1: oh god no i i keep playing the save on uh, uh, the current save i have i'm i'm the furthest i've ever been with the uh, caesar's legion I've got to right. kill the president of the NCR or some shit. I don't know. I'm so bad at that mission. I've never passed
0: it. But so what not... games have you been getting down lately with your quarantine time?
1: Um, well, one haven't honestly haven't had a ton of This is this is the weirdest part about this whole coronavirus quarantine thing. I work I'm a I'm a cleaner, so I clean at places where people work. So I'm at where I'm this whole time. I've been at places where people have been working. So I haven't really had like, I had a little bit of downtime where some places were like reduced staff and uh, cut hours, reduced hours and stuff. But even then that was just like, I was getting home like two hours earlier or something. So this whole time, has been it's been just kind of the general stress of just like everyone in that that weird that weird feeling of just like everyone's kind of a little bit stressed out even if nothing generally bad's happening to them it's just everyone is kind of just stressed out (laughs) but what was my point of this um haven't had extra time for gaming. Um, I've had a little bit of extra time, but yeah, not a ton. Um, but and then, um, Animal Crossing came out, and that's kind of been a thing where I want to play it at least a little bit every day, and that usually becomes a little bit longer than I Should wanted. It, how it
0: late to... can you request a song from KK? <laughs>
1: um. You could probably get in there now. I think he, I, I, I think he disappears around midnight. But I think he, you might be able to get in there now. <laughs> you, you should Speaking be able of. to. Yeah, because cause you can only start requesting songs from him after six.
0: Right. That's why I didn't get it earlier today. Yeah. But yeah. Uh. So yeah. A lot. I've been playing a
1: lot of Animal Crossing recently um speaking of PlayStation VR um this is a game I've been waiting to come out for a while it's a it's a bit of an older VR game but it is um new to PlayStation VR it's Gorn it's the um what is it it's the Gladiator Arena kind of battle game where it's the cartoonier one not the more realistic one with the more realistic swords and uh, um And stuff. But this one it is very fun. Uh, The weapons are all rubbery, so that's how they get around the fact of um the just the essential problem with a lot of VR right now, especially with just using wands for um for handsets, is the feedback of like hitting something with a sword doesn't feel like you're hitting something because you don't have that resistance you, you the most it can do is like vibrate right so, so in gorn what they do to compensate with that is the weapons are kind of rubbery so when you swing it and it like hits an enemy or it gets caught on something it stretches as you pull it so that's how they they like, they don't break the reality with the web with, with the VR and that where it's just like, no, you just got rubbery weapons. So they just, they're just springing. They get caught on stuff. And that's why your hand will go and your, and, and your blade might may might not be where your hand is.
0: Okay. Uh, but it's, but it's very sense. fun.
1: Um, I've actually probably besides, um, super hot. It's, um, if I keep going the way I'm going on it, it's, probably one of the VR games I've put the most time into with just like the headset on with each session. Probably I've probably each time I've played it, it's been at least an hour, an hour and a half um, just going with the headset on.
0: Yeah, I I'd say probably like the most time I have put into a VR game is definitely beat Saber. But even with that, I, only usually play like five full songs before I start getting like just fucking tired. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I definitely, um, the day after I first got it, um, my arms were just like exhausted the next day because I'm just like, oh, god, I, I'm not used to just flailing my arms in front of me like a madman, right? Absolutely. Actually, no, I, pr- I probably played a bunch of No Man's Sky in VR, too, because that's the big thing that got me back into that game, was the update that added VR.
0: I couldn't get used to it very well. Also, the fact that I like <clears throat> tried just hopping straight back into No Man's Sky through the VR didn't yeah. help.
1: That was my that was my thing.
0: I'd been playing it for a
1: couple weeks before they added um the VR before they added like the next update or wherever that was called the one that had VR. Um, I've been playing that for uh, I I was playing it for a few weeks to get reintroduced to the game because they fucking added a bunch of shit. They made that game a game instead of. A pre-release build. An early access game, which God. Star Citizen, because it's early access, everyone can't be mad that it's not done. Because they're just like, yeah, it's not done. You can play it. It's not done. Well, No Man's Sky was like, It's done. Enough. Enough. We had we have this. We have, so Sony gave us a bunch of money, so we have a lot of serious deadlines now.
0: That, that was really it. I, I honestly yeah. don't think they would have put that game out if it wasn't the pressure of Sony. And uh, while they handled it in a kind of unique way, I think they handled it in the correct way, in the way that they just went complete radio silent and yes. just steadily improved the game. And once they were actually heard and had something meaningful to say, they came out and gave those kind of updates.
1: Yes, I th- I definitely think they um, handled the situation the best that the best way that they that they could. Um, even though while it was happening, it seemed tactless for them to just not say anything. But honestly, at that point, it was the best thing for them to do, because I think it was within, like, a week of that game coming out, the sub, the official subreddit for it was just, like, shut down because the community got way too toxic.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, too, because then you have other developers, like Rare, where a game like Sea of Thieves came out, and it was definitely needed more, um... It, uh, I played Sea of Thieves when it, it first had its official launch. I wasn't interested in it during any of the betas or anything like that, so I never bothered downloading it. But once it came out, it came came in, out with the Game Pass. It coincided with that kind of launch. So I decided, whatever, I'll pick up Game Pass. I'll try Sea of Thieves. At the very least, I'll try some other games, get the money worth out of Game Pass. If I don't like anything, cancel game. Ended up like enjoying Sea of Thieves enough to where I continued my Game Pass subscription. I have continued my Game Pass subscription because I treat it as like a Sea of Thieves subscription because Rare does a very good job communicating with their community, listening to player and community feedback, making updates, telling you what the updates are going to be. get. They have a very good insider program where you can play a preview of the next build and things like that, and they just have, from where their game was at launch compared to where it is today, it are completely different things. There are some changes that I feel like now, for instance, it's a lot more difficult for someone to be a solo player, a solo sloop, uh, just with all the different things that can happen to your ship and stuff like that, I feel like you, you gotta be on your game if you're gonna be solo-sleeping nowadays. But, um, their overall improvement to that game, um, yeah, their support from Microsoft, I have to assume, because Microsoft picks them up, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, let's see what you got, uh. Just, let's
1: ruin. Let's ruin. Uh, what's it called? I was gonna say Donkey Kong. That's the wrong one. Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> Even though it was just like, no, let's uh, let's slap Banjo Kazooie on a on a completely different car building game. Right. But it was honestly, it was. Sorry to go off on a tangent, but 3D platformers weren't the thing at that point.
0: No, 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 no. they're not.
1: But yes, Microsoft, Microsoft, and Rare.
0: Yeah, they they uh they've been doing good, and I've still been you know eating up the content a little bit. I go through my phases with Sea of Thieves for sure. Play it for a couple months at a time. Here's definitely the
1: thing about Sea of Thieves. So I'm looking at its initial release date was in um. uh late 2016 uh like december and so that was when a bunch of other pirate games were also out at that point there was a there there that was a that might of, be
0: an initial release date for the beta because yeah. the actual release was, was in like april yeah
1: Yeah, it says here Sea of Thieves is a 2018 action-adventure game, and then it says its initial release date was December 16th, 2016. So I assume that was, like, the early access or whatever. Um, But that was also, like, 2016 was a period of time where, like, a bunch of, it seemed like a bunch of games were coming out where it was, like, Let's have let's run a multiplayer game of running a ship, whether it be a pirate or navy. Most and... of those
0: games haven't come out though. Still, like yeah, Skull and, and Bones, still that, doesn't that, exist. That, you know, that's like that's saying. the I, big. I, I, one. I
1: feel like I feel like Sea of Thieves is the only one that has like stayed relevant now for the past four years.
0: It's real good. I like it.
1: Yeah. I know. It, it's also very pretty. It it gets its thing oh down where God. it's just like we're gonna try to get the water as well as we can and then just go with a little little lighter aesthetic for everything else, a little bit little bit They
0: understand that the the m- main character of that game is the water, so they they really need the water apps. It's like um Sex in
1: the City where the um <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <and> the, <laughs> the main the character is th- the city. No, the fifth, uh, the 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 fifth sex lady is the city. <laughs> uh. Um. But what have you been, you been playing? Anything new recently?
0: Uh, I started getting into uh, Stranded, is what I've been kind of interested in at least the past few days. I haven't gotten very far into it but I definitely am enjoying.
1: It. Um so what is Stranded Deep? I feel like I've you're in seen... a plane
0: crash, you get into the life raft and then you paddle to an island and then you try to survive.
1: And what's the what's what's your end goal? Are you trying to like f-
0: I don't plane, know, there is a, a co- story tab in my craftable areas, but I haven't unlocked anything to uh, tell me anything about that. I've also discovered uh, different like vehicle parts and stuff like that, but uh, I need to progress my crafting skill further in order to have any sort of idea on any of that stuff like land vehicles or sea vehicles oh like i even found air like gyrocopter fucking parts dude i found this area that had a shitload of vehicle parts and i was like i don't know what to do with any of this stuff <laughs> weird Just taking up precious inventory space <laughs> but i i might need to make a gyrocopter Exactly. I just have this. I, so I have three islands that I've like paddled to at this point now, and one of my islands is definitely the main one where I have my water still, and I need to paddle back to that one as soon as I log back on. But, uh, paddling to each island is terrifying, by the way, because sharks are in the water and they tip your raft over, and then you're in the water. Oh. The fucking shark. Oh god. Yeah, that. It's uh, It definitely gets your blood pump in that same way I feel like Subnautica does, you know, when you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck.
1: Dude, Subnautica gets me sometimes where it's just like, I am in a void right now. There is nothing in front of me. There's nothing behind me. There's nothing above me. There's nothing below me. This is terrifying.
0: Yeah. See, I uh, I don't want to get to the point where I paddle away so far away to where I don't actually see land in any direction, because that's going to be essentially the equivalent in screen. But it, the game definitely has a harsh learning curve and things like that. I played for I think 45 minutes and then I completely restarted just so that. I could have a better starting point. I, I understood I with, um, certain mechanics better. Like, I understand, oh, if I eat more than two coconuts in quick succession, then I'm going to get sick. And then I'm going to have diarrhea, and that diarrhea is going to make my fucking thirst meter go down super fast because I'm draining out all the water from my body.
1: <laughs> you're pooping I out all, all, your, all your precious, precious
0: Liquid. That'll force me to want to drink more than two coconuts in quick succession, which will also make you sick. That's a vicious cycle. That's why you can't just like, because that's one thing I tried to do. I was like, oh, if I pick all the coconuts from the tree at once and just wait for my thirst to get really low, that I could just replenish it all at once. No, human, your body doesn't work like that. You got to progressively throughout the day replenish yourself.
1: When you're super dehydrated, the last thing you really, the last thing you want to do is chug, chug a bunch of water
0: all quick because it will make you super sick. There was one moment where I was kind of frustrated, because you know how grabbing ladders to go down in video games well, sometimes? Yes. It's not great in this one, so I broke my fucking leg and <clears throat> had to go make a splint. And I that was in the middle of me trying to find uh, supplies to make an antidote, because I had gotten bitten by a snake. So I was like, fuck, uh, I'm limping, hobbling around. i am definitely got to get this splint so that I can at least move faster to get this fuck plant to make my antidote. <sniffs> oh, but I, it, it's, I, it's funny because, you know, sometimes you explain these kinds of games to other people and they're like, how is this fun to you? No, <laughs> <So laughs> like, I, this game is it work. This game is work, <laughs>
1: I vaguely understand. It's it's not a game I'd probably play. It's a game I'd watch someone else play and struggle with. Sure, you'd like to watch like the Funhouse people play it. Yeah, but it's also I I get why people like these games because it is. Difficult. There is a whole thing, and it's like it's not even really a new thing because games have always been, especially video games, have always been like really difficult since arcade days. Because it's just like, yeah, the, the harder it, it is, the designed, more important All
0: your orders, yep. You don't want to see that kill screen. Yeah, and then
1: and it's still stuck with like the fucking um Nintendo and Super Nintendo where um, they actively pushed for games to be harder so that they could not be completed in rental periods, so that kids would be more compelled to purchase the games.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Genius. Honestly.
1: It's devious. It's actually... Nintendo was kind of shy to like Blockbuster and stuff in the 90s. They were we. There's a whole thing where they... um. <laughs> They actively pushed uh, for a campaign um, to for for the term video game console, um, so that the term Nintendo wouldn't end up like uh, Kleenex or uh, Q-tip. Or, uh, oh, that's smart. Yeah, because a lot of people were associating just just calling a video game console a Nintendo, they
0: would look at a Sega and call it a Nintendo. Yeah, these fucking Did not
1: appreciate that. Yeah, it's fucking philistines. But a
0: lot, of, some of those people didn't realize that Sega does what Nintendo don't. and it doesn't. Blast pla- blast processing isn't a thing.
1: Sega Sega has a Sega does better sports games and has like some. I think when the when was the Genesis came out wasn't the super nintendo not out at that point
0: i have we were so young yeah they... yeah no it's all <laughs> such a blur the, the, the fact big, that we were alive during that time shows our age but yeah yeah the big the big main ones i remember
1: being like super excited for and jealous that i didn't have was like n64 playstation and yeah. then and then onward. That was like the big consoles when I was growing up because they're like, what? They're CDs, like like what you listen to music on,
0: which aren't like cassette tapes. And when the GameCube came out and saw the miniature CDs, they we're like,
1: what? What? How they get all the information on on such a small disc?
0: Not very well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, i'm always bummed out when i when i learned that like the gamecube didn't do great because i was like my preteen to teenage year console before i got my xbox and my playstation 2 oh uh
0: but yeah as far as other games that i was playing i uh i have been i put a decent amount of time into minecraft Dungeons. like i've got at least uh Thirty-five, thirty-eight hours uh. God
1: damn, son, that is a healthy chunk of time in
0: mean, It's I not the three hundred and thirty-five hours I have in Animal Crossing. Yeah, no. Animal Crossing.
1: But <laughs> right. that but some of that's deceptive because there's some times where I have Animal Crossing on and I'm not necessarily playing it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it counts the time when I just like lock it's still open. But Can you say that again? I didn't ca I didn't catch that. <clears throat> I don't know if it counts the time when I lock the screen and just have it open. Oh, uh
1: there just there'll just be some times where I'll just have it on and I'll just be standing by a radio listening to uh KK bubblegum. <laughs> do 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 do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. It's a banger. It's, uh, it became a meme song for a reason because it is got universal appeal.
0: Yeah. But, uh, Minecraft Dungeons had an update recently that added a uh, jungle dungeon. So Ooh. Pretty fun. Uh, new armor and things like that. Uh, it's a pretty cool game. Uh, I will say that if it were not. For my friend leveling me up uh, at, like, an expedite pace, I don't think I would enjoy it as much. Just because the grind to get yourself to the top level is a little bit too much. Yeah, and I think
1: you, you're talking about that... Uh, before or off mic at some point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just the way the gear system works in it is you can find equipment that you really like and synergizes well with the other qu- equipment that you have. But if you're not at top level, your gear is going to be outclassed very quickly. And then there's no way for you in- to improve that gear at the point that I. Would- Playing. I believe once you clear the jungle dungeon completely, they've added a blacksmith character, which may have like uh, made it to where you can improve gear now by trading like emeralds or something like that. Uh, I haven't gotten to that point, because the update just came out a few days ago, and I any games that once. Yeah. But... It It is fun. It, it's definitely that Diablo-esque, you know, kind of running through and playing stuff. And it's definitely the most fun when you have a crew full of four people. The levels do scale themselves. So even if you've played this level on, you know, level nine Apocalypse, which like the hardest difficulty, you're playing it with level nine Apocalypse and three other people. There's a lot more mobs. <laughs> <laughs> it gets crazy sometimes. But then it's like it's nutty. You'll see your friend has this one loadout and they'll come in and they'll do something crazy and you'll be like, Whoa, what the fuck did you just do there? And, and like like I have an exploding crossbow and it has a chain reaction enchantment on it, where a decent amount of times when it hits a mob. It sends out five more exploding crossbow bolts in like every direction. So, a lot of times I'll shoot into a mob cluster and it just everything explodes. And they're just like, John, are you causing that? Like, are you doing that exploding thing? And I was like, yeah. They're like, keep doing that. (laughs) Uh, Give me more arrows.
1: (laughs) uh, Speaking of Minecraft. I actually have the I um hopped back into the game
0: Yeah the uh A few ago cuz uh, they put uh, out update right
1: Yeah well well um I think all the editions cuz I th- um I had the big another update that came out uh because I think before that was just available in like uh
0: snapshots and stuff Oh that wasn't even in java yet Yeah yeah I must be right because Achievement Hunter did some videos with uh, the other the new biome recently.
1: Yeah, so I, I was. Uh, it's hard because uh, the the biggest thing that that it added to me that I like is that you can make big Nether portals now. They're not just limited to the uh, two by three or whatever they were or three by four.
0: So can you just you can make, make it them.
1: like any size? Um I think it has to at least be 2 by 3 or whatever. Sure it has, but it has to at least be that but
0: that you can do
1: Um there's there's some upper limit to it but you can make them pretty big That's cool Yeah Um but yeah then then yeah they added um a bunch of biomes and some new stuff that's rare and hard to mine, but it's better than, like, diamond armor and diamond weapons and stuff.
0: New, but, uh like, NPC and, like, mobs are interesting. Little yeah, it's basically
1: they really flesh out the nether now there's more there's definitely more stuff to do and oh they added some kind of like respawn shrine now so you can respawn yes
0: in. so you have to charge it with glowstone and then i yeah. believe it can have up to four charges on it and then you'll respawn there when you die yeah
1: Which sounds pretty tight, because you can't have a bed, you can't sleep in a bed in the nether, or it will explode. Which I always forget, I'm just like, oh yeah, hey, there's a... I always forget, you can place a bed in the nether, you just can't sleep on it.
0: Uh, That's funny. So, you can pretty much sustain yourself in the nether now.
1: Um, food might be an issue. I'm not 100% sure on that, you You might be able to kill...
0: Right.
1: Oh, I don't know if they drop pork or if they drop, um, uh, right. uh, yeah, rotten flesh, uh. but they, oh, I think they did, they, no, yeah, I think they did add an animal mob now down there.
0: And I know like, there is that one animal mob that you can, like, if you have, uh, some sort of, like, fungus on a fishing rod, you can ride it through lava.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some lava, like there's some lava there's some lava creatures now, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't play a ton. I didn't mess around a ton with that because I have the issue with Minecraft where if I like start a creative game, um, it destroys my motivation uh, <laughs> to actually play. To do anything, right? Yeah, yeah
0: you got to earn it to really like it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, your
0: server's still up though. <laughs> yep. Still paying for that. Yeah. Even though I don't touch it.
1: Yeah. No, I've got a couple things that are like that. Where I'm like, I'm pretty sure some other people are using this, so I'm going to at least keep paying for it. Yeah. I like being able to hop. Yeah. It was cool when when we were all really uh really on Minecraft for a bit. We were getting achievements left and right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's fun. so fun getting Minecraft achievements because most people are big fat cheaters and they
0: uh... <laughs> switch to creative and don't get the achievements.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So there was a show I wanted to talk to you about that I started watching. Oh, oh, do tell. It's a uh, anime. Anime, you say? What's it called? It's called Ronman.
1: Okay,
0: I've not heard of that. Yeah, so uh, I kind of messaged you a little thing about it. Um, it is... So my initial pitch to people about it is it's like an anime version of Wacky
1: Okay, that's what you were talking about because I just googled anime wacky racers and that, didn't <laughs> point, that did not point me in the right direction.
0: So it's called Appare Ranman, right? And Appare is the main like the main character, uh, and he's got his other the other person with him, Kosame. Kosame is like uh, more of a samurai instructor kind of he's a swordsman right from a oh. village and they're both from Japan from Japan this takes place in 19th century and there's i said wacky racers so there's cars and stuff like that um a lot more vehicles seem to be steam focused but you know, as yeah as far what, as the ships and stuff go i'm but, looking at some pictures it looks like they're on a boat i i i absolutely love the uh art style in the show it's uh it's absolutely gorgeous but yeah so the two japanese men uh end up you know kind of lost at sea they get picked up by a steamboat which you know apure is all about because he's kind of like a mechanical engineer which at this time in japan isn't really like a thing that they accept from him and stuff so he's just seen as this lazy kind of dude that doesn't care about anything but he is definitely smart and he's got a mind for mechanical stuff and the steamboat that saves them from being lost out at sea uh ends up dropping them off at LA boat's gonna go through the Panama Canal, so they can't bring him back to Japan right now. And even if they did, they wouldn't do it for free. So they find out about a transcontinental race with a huge prize pool. Capri decides that he's going to build a car to enter that race. And oh, he's really gonna build in it? That. Yeah! And they're going, and that in the race is happening soon, dude. It's so so the first scene of the episode of the show shows you the start of the race and you see all these different characters, cars and you know, these different characters. And then uh after that first scene, when they say go and all the cars take off, it takes you back a few weeks earlier to Apare and Kosume in Japan and how they get lost out at sea. Them getting to America, you start to see some of these other characters that you saw previously in the first scene that have their own cars. You get introduced to other people that are coming into the country for the race and stuff like that. Um, unfortunate thing about it, there's only there was only three episodes out. It started airing back in April, but the production got uh postponed because of COVID. Yeah, that sucks. the little silver lining I have is it just started airing again in Japan on July 2nd, so I can expect the uh episodes to start coming over dubbed in or not dubbed but subbed, subbed, yeah, uh in a couple weeks. Um
1: speaking of wacky racers actually, um I just watched something that is wacky racers related. Oh really? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I watched the, um, Scoob, the new Scooby-Doo movie. Uh, it was on, um, uh, HBO, HBO Max. Brothers. Yeah. Because it's Warner Brothers. How did uh, you like that? Um, it was, it, it was very enjoyable. I could tell, you, you could kind of tell it was, it was, it seemed to be made by people who both enjoyed Scooby-Doo and understood that Scooby-Doo at its core is very stupid. okay um but dick that's interesting dick dastardly is the villain
0: oh really yeah oh is that like a spoiler um not
1: really i feel like that was known
0: i i guess i haven't I haven't looked very closely at any of the marketing for it and I certainly don't recall seeing any actual like commercial like watching anything for it but that's cool <laughs> that's Yeah you know cool it's tour. um
1: it's it's pretty enjoyable um there there was a point so I feel like they're, oh, they're at least out of high school in this movie. They're not. They might be teenagers, but like nine like teenagers. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, they made Velma hot as fuck. <laughs> 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 I'm like, not going
0: to beat around the bush yeah. They made that mommy Thick
1: <laughs> It's just It's just a fucking thing that's been like Pretty much since they They felt comfortable making Human Realistic humans in 3D animation They're like Well yeah we're going to make at least one of them Fucking dummy thick I guess she's not even dummy thick uh she's not like she's not like fucking uh fucking impimpost gal or whatever the mom <laughs> she's dummy thick <laughs> um but yeah no i uh I enjoyed it um who played Sco- who played shaggy um it was, I think it was um dude from last man on earth. Uh, what's his name? Why am I drawing a blank? Bill. Uh... 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 I have a computer in front of me. Uh, what is his name? Will Forte. Will Forte, Forte. was shaggy. And I feel like... What it threw me off initially, but I got used to it pretty quick. Um, but I would say it is a watchable movie. Um, I wouldn't object to showing this to my kids if I had any. Um, and I wouldn't oppose watching it with them. It didn't have any like super duper cringy jokes that I can remember. Um,
0: so that's good. Oh, it's got the 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 blue dude in it. Oh, oh yeah, Blue Dog. Falcon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ken Jong's uh Mutt. What? It, <laughs> yeah, he's very serious. It's uh it, it, it's uh he's not he's not he's not all wacky. And Blue Falcon is uh he's actually the sun. He's blue he's he's uh the second generation and he's trying to live in live up to his father's footsteps or something Philip, his father's whatever that phrase is
0: Huh. Oh, interesting
1: um but yeah yeah i'd say if you have hbo max it's included in in the subscription to that and it's worth the watch i probably i probably wouldn't have watched it uh otherwise honestly um but i'm glad i did another thing i've been watching that i kind of want to talk to you about because you probably care is um the CW. you might care a little bit the cw superhero shows uh specifically the crisis on infinite earth's five-part crossover they did this season oh you're just getting around to watching that now yeah because i finally watched that because it because okay so here's the thing um <laughs> It is, most of it's on Netflix, except for Batwoman, which is only on HBO Max. So, which, luckily, Does that already... have a
0: crossover episode in it?
1: Yes, it's like episode two or something. Oh. Uh. Um, honestly, uh, I'll say it's not terrible. Um, it I kind of lost steam in it a little bit um cuz like 3 episodes into starting it news uh of me starting watching it news came out that it's just like Ruby Rose Batwoman will not be returning to the second season of Batwoman and it was like huh well how are they going to deal with this because here is another thing that um <coughs> they can't really do anymore because they did the whole Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they resolved it the same way they resolved the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. So there's only one CW television show Earth now. Okay. So Supergirl and Flash and Martian Manhunter and what's his name, uh, Black Lightning—they're all on the same Earth now. Because they cause they had a crisis. Um, but I think it was good. I think it was really cool. Uh, do you mind me telling you spoilers about it? Are you planning on watching it? I, mean,
0: I guess it doesn't matter. Um, there's just there's just. The wrap-up of the DeVoe season with The Flash, and The Flash was the only one of those shows that I really kind of kept up with anyway. Yeah. There's a whole thing
1: where it's just like, you could probably watch Crisis without watching the rest of the seasons, but you could not watch the rest of the seasons without watching the rest of Crisis, because it fundamentally changes every storyline in in most of the shows. In like a big way because they like fucking smash all the universes together to try to save it. So it's completely different. So in this world, everyone is just like, yeah, this is a world where Flash and the Supergirl and Supergirl have worked together. And that's a thing. All these superheroes are together on this planet. This and that. Uh, So that's cool. I like that. Um, it's a weird MacGuffin, so it's just like, yeah, and we can bring back people that were dead, and they might not be dead on this earth. Ooh. Um. But, yeah, I liked it. it, it as a, as someone who likes stupid, nerdy comic book shit, it's cool. Word. Um, but, but the thing, the big spoiler thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, they made, um uh oliver queen the specter oh yeah but they didn't like fully go into it that much um but yeah the specter was there and he's cool Stephen he's emile's been like he's done
0: with that shit right
1: uh, yeah yeah no um that that's the whole thing after the crisis on infinite earths there was uh Stephen Emile died on crisis on infinite earths so he's done <laughs> He's done with the show. And there was two episodes of Arrow after it. And those were the last two. They like kind of set up a backdoor pilot for like, oh, maybe we'll have it, have a show in the future with his daughter because we've set up, we've been setting up her character this season. We might have that, but we might not. Did
0: Thea ever get powers or anything cool?
1: Um, what do you mean powers or anything cool? She became a fucking archer. She was speedy yeah, for guess a while. She was just... Also, she died and came back to life, and uh, had the power, had like an insati- insatiable bloodlust rage.
0: She did. So, so kind of. Hot.
1: But no, um, no, she never had any like super duper powers. I don't think anyone on the team. Oh no, they had Black Canaries. Black the Black Canaries on the team had super duper powers, and the guy with the magic uh, rags. But no. For the most part, they use guns and arrows.
0: I didn't watch that Magic Rag.
1: Dude, the Magic Rag season was was bad. Or no, the season before Magic Rag season was really bad. Um, Magic Rag guy came from uh <laughs> the town, the American town that was nuked in the pre in the previous season because they stopped all the nukes in the world from going off except for one. Uh.
0: God, that I still don't like that storyline. Whatever, just like, uh, what what went off with Legends? Is that still being made?
1: Yeah, you yeah, know. Okay, so there's a weird thing with I th- I'm pretty sure coronavirus fucked with a lot of show scheduling stuff because like I finished this season of Flash and Supergirl, and they definitely end on a well this. The Doesn't villain feel like the ending. The, the villain of this season isn't defeated, uh, oh,
0: and,
1: yeah. and they both and they both ended on a to be continued, which I haven't specifically seen them. I don't really remember them ending on a lot, um, but no, legends is still going on, um, and it seems like they actually because uh, they were the last one to come out, um, because their whole thing was they had a special like their crossover event with Crisis was like a special one night event because I think only um the Adam and White Canary showed up had like a big particular dealing in um the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline. But Is Brendan Ralph still the Adam? Yeah. Okay.
0: Good.
1: Yeah, he also played um What's it? The Kingdom Come Superman,
0: uh, right? Yeah, that was pretty right. Cool. I somebody told me about that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you like
1: you like comic book shit enough that you'd like all. This I know d- about
0: Kingdom Come Superman. Yes.
1: Yeah, you know about all the you. You'd like all the dumb little references they put into everything. Um, at the end of Arrow. It's heavily implied that Diggle uh, gets a Green Lantern ring.
0: Did they get a cameo from Kevin Conroy?
1: Kevin Conroy. Uh, He's the Batman. Batman. Yeah, no, he plays... um, (laughs) uh, He plays like fucking Batman versus Superman Batman after he killed Superman, and he's in the fucking exoskeleton.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, Yes! Dude. Yeah, yes. Dude. Oh. Fucking... oh. I should watch Crisis. Yeah. You
1: oh. you have all the thing, you have all the things that are available for it. Oh. The, the two oh. fucking streaming platforms you need to watch it.
0: Oh. All right, I'm going to need you to just send me the list of which shows to watch in order.
1: <laughs> oh, well, they the um it's labeled um like episode 1, episode 2, episode or hour 1, hour 2, hour 3 episode or whatever. Okay. yeah.
0: The one what I the remember is shows Legend- are there.
1: 5. There's le- it's um was it? it's Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, um, arrow arrow and batwoman
0: okay so black lightning doesn't have their own show.
1: black lightning has a cameo um uh, but they don't have their own um they have standard. their
0: own show they don't have their own episode of right
1: yeah in. yeah because they don't they they yeah they they're in a different universe they're in a different yeah they're on a different earth they're dealing with their own stuff. Even after Crisis? Uh, no, after Crisis, they're all on the same Earth. There's okay. only Earth Prime after Crisis.
0: Cool. Ooh, ooh. Only?
1: Um, no. Because there's also the Earths that contain uh, the Titans TV show, the Swamp Thing TV show, <laughs> the Doom Patrol TV show, the fucking movies. Um... And then, also, the new movie universe, because that's a thing. They're resetting the DC... (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're resetting the DC movie universe. I saw a picture.
0: Oh. Yeah. Well, good for them. I Uh, guess we still
1: haven't gotten that Black Adam movie that that was, like, the first thing announced.
0: Right, yeah. Especially with the fact that we got a Shazam movie, which... We should get before Black Adam movie and the Shazam movie didn't do terribly. It was well oh, no. received. The, so okay. Here, yeah, let's do the Black Adam.
1: Here's my thing with the, with um the Shazam movie. I really enjoyed it because it wasn't so goddamn dark. It was a superhero movie that wasn't just like, oh man, why is everyone murdering everyone? This is sad. Why? I know Lex Luthor's the villain, but why did he give that senator a jar of piss? That's weird. Yeah. But yeah. so this one was just like, oh, this is fun. This is like a kid who then gets a buff Zachary Levi body. And it's just like, oh, and he's as charming as Zachary Levi. Yeah. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Zachary oh. Levi is very charming with his with his handsome face and whatnot and his Word. comedic timing um but no yeah no um have you watched it i think you dig it uh i have not yet even aquaman wasn't terrible it wasn't great but it was like if you're down for a like kind of dumb action movie yeah for a dc if...
0: fanboy i definitely haven't supported their film
1: their films have been uh the worst part because uh they've they've had i would assume they've had warner brothers being like we need to do what marvel did but quicker and marvel was like slow and kind of tested the waters and then put someone behind basically put someone in charge of just like what are we going to do with these movies how do we want how do we want them to tie into each other and make them feel like even even if they are different genres of movies where Captain America movies tend to be more war spy stuff while Guardians of the Galaxy is more of a fucking colorful kind of kind of throwback 70s? Um, I kind of say Guardians of the Galaxy movie movies have a feeling of something that would be painted on the side of a van in the 70s (laughs) they have that kind of aesthetic that kind of like space operatic feel and then there's just like the more of the standard superhero fare with like iron man and ant-man and whatnot thor is more of this like sword and sorcery shit um but they all still feel like they, even though they're all they're all these different genres, they all kind of they all still feel like they're in the same world. They all exist together and nothing's really bumping against each other too much.
0: They had a cohesive vision.
1: Yeah, they 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 started with a plan, and it seems like the DCEU started with. Turns out you May-
0: do better with a plan than winging it.
1: Yeah. Then, then Generally just being, speaking, then just especially being like
0: with the film franchise. Yeah.
1: Well, isn't also isn't Kevin Feige? He's the he's the head of the movies, right? Of the MCU movies.
0: I don't know what his uh, role, his technical title would be. Might be something like creative director or something like that. He's. He might be Kevin. Definitely Fee. an executive producer on everything.
1: Uh, he he's the president of Marvel Studios.
0: Oh yeah,
1: there you go. Um, yeah. Um, but they <laughs> people also ask, "What does Kevin Feige actually do?" And you know, <laughs> the, you know what the uh the answer is. If you click that drop down menu, what? He's a film producer and a television producer. What a nebulous answer they gave. No one knows what yeah. those, those people do. Um, but it, uh, what I'm saying is that it's just they had someone with a good vision that slowly built this out, built a lot of goodwill, being like, yeah, we're putting out one or two of these a year.
0: Yeah, they took the time to build.
1: Well, I still think it's Every, funny.
0: Everybody knows why Marvel succeeded over DC in the film. Yeah.
1: But well, what I don't think a lot of people think about is at some point the Hulk transformed and before he transformed he looked like Edward Norton and after he transformed <laughs> he looked like Mark Ruffalo.
0: Yeah, that was definitely weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because they're the same ones. That's that I feel like everyone forgets about that there is a scene at the end of of the uh Edward Norton Hulk where Tony Stark shows up. And he's like, well, we gotta we got something the Avengers something. We got I'm making a team.
0: You know, that's pretty bogus that even after they cancelled the new Swamp Thing show, they still included that after credit scene of the Floronic man.
1: Um they had shot everything before they cancelled the show. And yeah. Then, yeah. I,
0: I mean I, I, I get it. I get how it's a, oh yeah no it's such a tease it. it was all ready to be like they they weren't going to go through and be like well we're canceled we should probably go and edit out that after credit scene
1: well okay so there is it's all hope isn't lost because of coronavirus the cw did pick up uh that the dc swamp thing show to air so they're gonna edit it for regular broadcast for not fucking streaming can say fucking in shit broadcast and jam someone's hand in it Uh, actually i think american tv you could get away with jamming someone's hand in a fucking garbage disposal more than you could get away with um saying piss or shit or saying fuck yeah um but if it does but what i'm saying is if it does good on cw it might there might be a chance there might not be. Also, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm not super hopeful. It sucks uh, how it ended. Uh, so it was canceled. It, it it put such a sour taste in my mouth just starting right away with the news that it's just like Swamp <laughs> Thing has premiered. Swamp Thing is canceled.
0: Yeah, that's that's super rough.
1: Yeah. But I will say, uh DC the that subscription to the DC service did um have one advantage, which it I uh did watch the uh, Doom Patrol show, which I did end up really liking.
0: Right. And with that uh we might talk about that at some point.
1: Yep, spoiler alert for maybe... A, I guess it's not a spoiler alert, it's a, a teaser for
0: a thing we have in the works. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> we've yammered on for a little bit at this point. Yeah, how long have we been talking? God knows.
1: Um...
0: But what were you saying? That's like an hour thirty almost. Uh yeah, I was just gonna say until next time.
1: Uh wait, 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 wait. Let's uh let's do something. Do you have uh before we sign off, do you have a
0: recommendation? Uh recommendation, I would say Oh yeah, definitely I rec if you like oh. anime at all, Appare Ryan Man, you know, is uh Here we worth. go.
1: Here we go. Let's uh let's quick recommend something we haven't talked about. Uh so no video games or or no, nothing we've talked about in this episode. Um so like like something Spotify recommended to you this week or or, or some new podcast you're listening to or something like that.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Um uh, I'm just looking at my Spotify library and looking at the most recent. <clears throat> oh, there's a really fucking good version. You will like this song, Meryl. I should, I posted it on Facebook. It's a uh, Shiki no Uta uh by the Brotette. It's a, like Horns instrumental cover of this song, but I it hear, is so here playing good, dude. It is so good. That's a um, yeah. I think. I, I think. think
1: <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I listened to a little bit of that. I gotta um I gotta go back on my uh, timeline and and look for that and then listen to the whole song because I did like what I I did like the little clip that it played on when you shared definitely it.
0: definitely a vibe.
1: Yeah, that is um there was. So, so John Hodgman was on the latest Doughboys, and at one point he's he asked the producer and he's just like, and can you put some uh jazzy music under this for me? And then just like, there's like a retro, a, a a needle drop sound and some uh some jazzy music started playing that was a little bit like that, but a little bit funkier, or a little nice. or a little bit um tootier on the uh, on the trumpet, right, uh, right. But it was just like, god damn it, uh. John Hodgman on the Doughboys is so great because he is, he is a genuine fan of the show because he likes the absurdity of it. But he also, <laughs> he also, when he's on the show, he fucking stirs the pot. He knows how to, Oh, he, I, for sure, dude. And, and he's a podcast genius, right? Yeah. He's got a, uh, he's got a new show coming out where he, he plays in adult um, like, uh, <laughs> encyclopedia, encyclopedia Brown character, but he's like never grown up, so he's still solving teenage mysteries. So like, nice teens will come to him for their fucking whatever, like Encyclopedia Brown bullshit esque stuff. I don't know it looks uh looks interesting. Um, but my recommendation is the comic book fables. I've been getting back into that recently. Um, I need because...
0: to crack into it because I have your first copy, your first book of it yeah
1: yeah it's really good um it is just the um i can't remember when it started it's i think it started in like the early two or like the mid-2000s um but the basic idea of it is is like storybook characters all lived Together, uh, are all the yeah all the all the characters of like storybooks. Uh, so like those
0: old grim fairy tale characters. Yeah, Jack and, and the Beanstalk, Snow White, and uh, different things like that.
1: Yeah, but even they more all lived
0: together I, in one magical also, world, and then got brought to the real world.
1: Yeah, because some uh, they were like some conquering force, just called the adversary, started taking over. So they all fled to our mundane world um And I think the big thing about it is that it was one of the first, like, hey, let's tell a kind of more adult-ish um, story with these free, free to rights characters, these characters that are in the public domain for all intents and purposes. And it did it well. It was like, let's do this a little bit more adult. People die. People have sex there there's some titties sometimes but there's no wieners because i don't like that i said the wieners Ugh. <laughs> uh but yeah there's no dude dicks because that's a that's a bridge too far everyone likes looking at some breasts sometimes but no one likes looking at at a at a penis
0: i will say the most exposure i've had to the series is playing the telltale game the wolf among us which is uh from the a story adapted from the, <clears throat> the comic series um, and I, I I very much enjoyed that and that was one of the big disappointments I had when Telltale kind of went under and lost all the people
1: well they're bringing it back whatever company bought Telltale
0: yeah was- I I hope whoever continues the work on it and everything like that that it maintains the kind of quality it had previously but
1: not to we'll go see. off in it a- Not to go off on a tangent, but one of Telltale's problems was that they'd never updated their, like, engine that they ran on, which wasn't, like, super good for everything they were trying to do. It was, like, okay, but it was a whole thing where it's just, like, at some point... It was a whole thing where it's just like, well, if we make a new engine, then we have to train people on that new engine and all this and that. And then we have to start from the ground up on all this other stuff that we already have going. And it, we're already kind of in debt. If we don't get this stuff out, we're not going to make it to this and that. And it kind of all caught up with them. But the new the new company seems to be running it on um, fucking... What's it called? What's that one? Um... Unreal, maybe, or Unity, I don't know, probably Unreal, they're, I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know, I don't know shit about game engines, um, but yeah, I, I've, I've only heard good things about Wolf Among Us, I heard, I've heard it's, like, up there with, uh, the Telltale Walking Dead game, as, oh my like, God.
0: don't even get me started on that shit, yeah, that's another know. thing. <laughs> Seeing that trailer for that final ta- *Walking Dead* installment with Clem, and oh, dude, I just got goosebumps about it. Yeah, I
1: I think I only played like like the first or second chapter of um
0: of it. It's honestly, it really picks up in the when you start to take control of Clem. Uh, yeah. After you've done all the. things. From the first game, yeah, I never uh, got
1: that far. Holy
0: shit, dude! I liked, like um... you have to make a choice. Like spoilers for a game. In that first installment of Tell Walking Dead, you take, <laughs> at, like, you end up at the end pretty much taking control of Clem. Like, okay, you have to like kill dude. Yeah. Do you? And do you? St- oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 It's like he got bit, and he's like, "Yeah, you gotta, you gotta choose. Do you let him turn, or do you, do you spare him <laughs> by, by shooting him in the head?" I uh, shot him. Yeah. Of course. I don't want to, dude. Imagine how sad it would be later on playing as Clementine, and then fucking dude shows up again as a zombie, and then you have to, fucking
0: put them down
1: yeah there's always Aww. that i always like that that joke of um like a bunch of people are super prepared for a zombie outbreak and like one happens and they just start like headshotting zombies and killing everyone killing all these killing all these zombies and then like news comes out that oh no we actually this is actually very easy to cure and to undo and then it's just like oh you're all murderers now <laughs> <laughs> you you just killed sick people.
0: All right, uh, so we went off on the tangents. We yeah. did those recommended. things. Recommended.
1: Uh, recommend your, what 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 was the song you recommended again?
0: Okay, so you know me, I have I'm a white male with absolutely no culture. <laughs> Cheeky no Uta <laughs> by the brotette. Okay.
1: And then I recommended the comic book fables. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned it's a comic book, and by what's his name, Bill, Bill Willingham, old Will Willingham, am I right? William. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think you're you're trying to end it though.
0: <laughs> yeah. At this point, I think we got enough in here. Yeah, if anybody's still around, and play us out, boys. Ding 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 ding.
1: Swamp things I hate about you is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.